Welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice or tea to wheresyourheadatpod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. We're back in the studio. It is freezing in Melbourne today. It is very cold. It was a very cold weekend, to be honest. Yeah. Here I am in my shirt. I don't know how you're doing that at all. I run hot. (laughs) I run hot. I put up a story on the weekend because I was like, am I the only person that has a fan on while they're like sleeping in the midst of winter? Yeah. I've heard it's actually good for your anxiety to sleep in cold. So maybe it's like subconsciously you're like, I'm so anxious, so I need the cold. I think my mum said that she was so worried about me being overheating when I was a baby. She used to have me like really cold in like the crib. So I think that's what I'm used to when I sleep now. (laughs) So now you just freeze yourself to death. I love freezing when I sleep. I love it. It makes me fall asleep like straight away. Yeah, it is nice. Do I look hotter today? I don't mind the denim on denim, but no, I didn't, why? What did you do? <laughs> Matt just gave me the strangest look. No, I'm ovulating. And apparently on the day that you ovulate, the Flow app basically told me I'm ovulating. And yeah. on the day that you ovulate, you're meant to look hotter because you're meant to like attract people. Put the pheromones out there apparently. to men. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't sniffing your pheromones. Sorry, and I didn't smell anything, but Not sure. Not sniffing pheromones. I'm just saying visually because apparently visually you do. Um, sure, yeah. What did Michael say when you woke up? Did he? I'm sure he said yes. I asked him and he was like, fuck yeah, you look way hotter. <laughs> Different um, response from Matt. From Matt so that's, that's how okay. science works then. <laughs> it works. It's true. Interestingly, it's a year until I get married. Yes, that's very exciting. Can you, you said, believe that? You said that before and we're going to be in hot Greece right now in a year. I can't <laughs> wait. Corfu. Yeah, to be in Europe. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I know. And also, I think flights come out like one year before. So I think flights to Europe are officially on sale for that time. So Fuck yeah. yeah. Should we start looking? I think we should. I need I haven't even put out wedding invites, I realise. Like because I talk about the wedding with like my close friends and family, they all kind of know that they're coming. Is there gonna be some hurt people when the invites come out? Yes. So people have been like talking to me about like, oh, I need to like start booking my flights to Greece and I'm like holy shit, they're not invited. And then it's awkward if someone said that to me and then I actually don't invite them. So then I'm like, fuck, am I just going to end up with like a wedding of 100? You know it's my dream to have like 50 people max at my wedding. I remember I was there with someone and I'm pretty sure they said they can't wait and I was just like, oh, I don't think you're invited. (laughs) It's so awkward. So like – Maybe it's good that we're talking about this now, yeah. just so no one gets their hopes up. No one get your hopes up, even if you're at the engagement party. You well, might not get it. That's invite. the idea of having a big engagement party, so then you have a smaller wedding. Well, that was why we had it. People were literally when I had a big engagement party, people were saying to me like they thought it was a surprise wedding, and I was like, no, it's literally for the reason you just said. It's because. I don't want to have a big wedding. So I'm like, let's celebrate with everyone. Like even for me, like it's literally going to be my four best friends, a few other friends, and that's it. Like mm. I'm not I'm not going out of my way to invite everyone who I've been friends with. So Obviously you're copying an invite. 
Oh, you'd assume so. You'd assume so. <laughs> Matt's like, am I on the one that's um, Yes, I know. I'll MC it. That's fine. Um, oh, do you want to MC the wedding? Should I? Do you know what? There's been a few people who have asked to be the MC. Who? To uh, MC yours? To MC my wedding. Who? It would even be in the conversation. Like, there's been a few. Like, my... I um, think you're just saying this, so I, no, like, I'm genuine- I pitch my argument a bit better, <laughs> but I think it's unanimous. I, unanimous. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, if you want to give me like, maybe you can do like a- um, I'm not going to use my material. <laughs> I'm going to save it, but you could get the idea. Maybe you can do an audition on the podcast to be to be the MC of my wedding. All right. All right. <laughs> but I don't want to use my material. Well, do you already have pre-planned Well, no, material? I haven't, but I don't want to waste it now on the podcast. Like, you know what I mean? I want to, not waste, but I want to, don't want to use, I'll use it on the night. Yeah. I don't want to crack the last now. <laughs> He's saving up all his saving good gags. it up. We can play it afterwards <laughs> on the podcast for sure, but do you know what I mean? I'm going to save it. Well, speaking of the wedding, I actually took my best friends away on the weekend. We so, went down to Sorrento and I asked them all to be my maids of honour. How did you oh, go? Oh, no, about not maids of honour. I asked them all to be my bridesmaids and my go? maid of honour. How'd you go about that? So I wanted to make it sentimental. You appreciate a good sentimental gesture. I love it. And I wanted to make it very sentimental. So I wrote them all a handwritten letter. Look, I thought it was like, I was like, this is so sweet. You know what? I don't write anymore with my hand. Like I type (laughs) with my fingers. Like I'm not taking pen to paper anymore. And like after writing one letter, my hand was cooked. I had to write them days apart because my hand was like cramping up. Did you try and make them long as well (laughs) so they fit a whole page? Absolutely, yeah. So I remember when I wrote letters to Jen when she went away. So she read one each night and I waited till the last. so cute. Yeah, when she was like doing the trail. So she had no phone or nothing so she could read them. Um, I remember I started on like the last night before she left and it's so hard, like you said, and I wanted to make whole pages worth. So they look like, they look, <laughs> decent. The, yeah, they, they look decent, apart. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, it's not as easy as you think. And yeah. my handwriting by letter four was just, it was not as good as like letter one. My handwriting was on point. I was like, I have great penmanship. Yeah. By the end of it, I was like trying to write it as quickly as I can to like join? get rid of, yeah, I joined my letters. <sighs> Do you? No. Nah. I got my joining license. I've got that. Don't worry, but I don't. I don't use it. I don't use it. That's so funny. You know what? That's an Australian thing because I went to like primary school in the UK and we didn't have that. And then I came to Australia when I was in year seven, I think. And everyone's talking about this joining license, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I'm unlicensed around you're here." Gee, we're lucky the teacher didn't pull you up. See so your driver's but license. What do you do? You like whip it out if they're like. I can't remember, but I remember you. Still Stayed back uh, at like lunchtime and you had to write something for your teacher and then you got your pen license. That was first. And oh, then your shit. joining license was next. It's like your driver's license for children. You had to do it a full wild. test. Yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> wild. But anyway, I wrote them all a letter and then I also made them each like a photo book of all of our favorite memories Very together. Cute. And then I got them each a nine carat gold diamond necklace. Cause I was like, it felt like I was proposing. I was like, this is the only time I'm going to propose. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to propose with a diamond. Like, I was proposed to with a diamond. Oh. I want to propose with a diamond. So they each got, like, a really dainty, tiny little diamond necklace. And it was very cute. So initially, I was like – so I had the four bags. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? I took them all to Sorrento and then 
I was my plan was to do it at the Peninsula Hot Springs because yeah. we had like a cute little dome, um, which if you go to the Hot Springs, get a dome. It's so nice. It was like anyway. I need to go there. I haven't it, been there for a while. Yeah, it's such a vibe. It's just chill. It's like yeah. you feel like you're doing something good for your health, especially after Saturday night drinking, going to the Peninsula Hot Springs. My hangover was gone like in about 10 seconds because I jumped in a cold pool and was oh, like, nice. oh, just like scared me into like soberness. But anyway – Sarah, my friend, picked me up. We went to a hunter's market. I did a hunter's market because I've been getting rid of everything because I'm just like – How much did you sell? How much did I sell? Yeah. What do you mean how like much, much did I sell? Most of your stuff or I, – Yeah, I sold most of it and then everything after I went to the charity because I was like everything is going. If everything this is, has if, to go. Yeah, if I've brought it to this market, then it's like it's gone. But anyway, Sarah picked me up from the hunter's market and I had my four bags with me. And then she obviously saw them. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like, I set up my camera in the car and I was like, I want to give you something. And she like, she's my maid of honor and she burst out crying. It was so nice. I recorded it. So I'll put it on my socials, but it was such a cute moment. Like it was just so nice. How did you come to the conclusion that says dog was going to be the maid of honor? I mean. Over the other year, the girls. <laughs> over the other year, the girls. Um, You know what? I think it's just. It was a really hard decision. Initially, I thought I was just going to do all bridesmaids. But, you know, Sarah's one of my longest friends. She literally made like a full spreadsheet for the engagement party. She was like so helpful and just like, you know, what like going out of her way. And, you know, I think she's one of my longest friends and I love her. And I just thought that it was the right decision. But, yeah, we're all like such a tight-knit group. So it doesn't really matter that there's a maid of honour because we're all so close. Not to take away from you, Sarah, but... <laughs> no, but you <laughs> know what I mean. Like, I don't want the other <laughs> girls to feel bad, but then I, I also want to celebrate Sarah as my maid of honour. It's yeah. just like... I'm trying to find the happy medium. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? But it's hard, but I think the other girls will, when they eventually like, you know, get engaged and want to pick their bridesmaids. Imagine if some of them choose their sisters or they don't want the whole group. That's a more challenging decision than I've just been, picking a maid of honor. I've been very open about who my groomsmen are. And as they swap over, I send them a message and say, <laughs> you've just taken over. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you just got, and then, sorry, mate, you've just been subbed out for blah, blah. That do this, so do this to move funny. back in. No. Matt's like blackmailing his friends. <laughs> no, whenever we drink and we have like DMs, I always say it. I always say who's who. I think that's better than like at the 11th hour picking. Then like everyone's sort of like, is it going to be me? Is it going to be me? Yeah. Well, it's funny because like obviously my TikTok algorithm is very much on like bridesmaids and, you know, that yeah. type of thing and wedding wedding talk and all of that. And there's this girl who was like, if someone asks you to be a bridesmaid, you need to be friends with them for a minimum of five years because like I just got asked to be a bridesmaid by this random girl from my work and it was really uncomfortable and it was the worst thing I've ever done and don't do it. So I feel like lucky that I have a really tight knit group of five, yeah. including me. And it was kind of an easy decision. I mean, the only real hard decision was to pick a maid of honour. And it's Sezzy, so I'm happy. All is well. <laughs> so you're at the Hot Springs. How was that? Yeah, so basically we had a night in Sorrento and then I still had the three bridesmaids that I hadn't told. So Sarah knew the night before 
And then Sarah helped me plan it. So we literally like smoke bombed the girls on Sunday morning, set everything up at the hot springs. So we had the little dome and then they came in in their robes. And then I was like, surprise. And they read their letters and they all cried. It was beautiful. It was really nice. I feel like people don't talk about these moments. Like when I was saying to you before, like, you know, I've been proposed to by Michael but I was like, I never thought I'd get to propose to someone, but I did. I got to propose to my bridesmaids and my maid of honor. So it was very cute. And like the, they took like 30 minutes to actually get to the Peninsula Hot Springs and to the dome. And like, <laughs> was- I was freaking out. Like I was sweating. I had like a, what is it? A sweaty upper lip. Like Mustache. I was like a sula. Like I yeah. was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I was freaking out. I didn't get on one knee, but I got on my – I just sat down and we all sat in a little circle. It's also going to be on my socials eventually. Excited to see. Yeah, it's cute. It's a very cute moment. But anyway, it was a big weekend for me. Yeah, you sound like you had a full-on weekend. It was go, go, go. How was um drinking on Saturday night, if you're hungover, you said? Oh, I was a little hungover. I – um. I don't know, like some, you know, when you just like get together with all of your friends and you're yes. just like loving life and we had, a, we had a few wines, me and Sezzy shared like a bottle and then we were like, do we get another bottle? And then Laura ended up coming and she came and helped us finish the next bottle and I just got really drunk really quick and I was like, whoa. It's so easy to escalate, isn't it? I remember so I sp- spoke last week, have you had any thought about Dry July? You know what? I'm kind of into it. And like, to be fair, there's been a lot of interest on the Facebook page, on the Where's Your Head At Fam Facebook page. Mm. You guys are keen. And so I'm kind of like, well, fuck, if everyone else is keen, I'm keen. I got sold by my family. They're like, yeah, go do it. But they're not going to donate till the end. They're like, we're not going to like donate at the start (laughs) if we do a charity thing for it, if we raise money. And then like- So they're going to reward you. Yeah, at the end (laughs) for me just to pay $50 to have a coffee out drinking night. They said, you've got to do it the whole time before we think about it. But I was like- They know you too well. Yeah, they know me too. Well, like you said, when you're with your (laughs) mates and you're with them, it just fucking escalates so quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just so much fun. Social drinking. But Do you you know what though? I said to the girls, I was like, I'm like, don't get me any more drinks. Like I'm drunk. And then somehow I ended up with another drink. So I was like, technically it's not my fault. It's not your fault. If someone puts a drink in front of you, I'm a massive advocate for don't waste alcohol. I have these beers because I'm back at mum's and they've been there since before I left and they're like just about to expire. And I was yeah. like, normal person would just like drink them or throw them out, but I'm not trying to drink at the moment. So I'm trying to offload them to like all my sister's boyfriends and fiancés. <laughs> Anyone that comes around, hey, do you want to grab these fucking six packs? gifting beers. <laughs> just trying to center. get rid of them because I'm like, the worst thing is they expire. That's the worst thing. I don't want alcohol to expire. Like can't waste it. Why are you an advocate for, for not wasting alcohol? Because it's alcohol. It's there for a reason. It's to be drunk. <laughs> that's, see, that's not an insane mindset. Well, on the weekend, I didn't touch a drop of alcohol. I had really? a very wholesome weekend, yes. You look better than you did last week, I'm not going to lie. I you had look, some fucking demons. Matt's smiling. He's a bit chipper. I am, but He's I still- skipped f- into the studio. I still feel burnt out though. You know, my weekend consisted of like sleep-ins, walks, coffee, pasta, horror movies. I had the most wholesome, beautiful weekend. That does sound blissful. I did, but- it, it does was, sound blissful. But, um, yeah, I still feel a little bit burnt out. You know, when you're so relaxed, you don't want to come back yeah. to life. <laughs> to the podcast To the podcast, today. to work, to everything. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I just want to relax. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it was a good weekend. 
you know what? I've been feeling burnt out too. And we had this conversation because I called Matt like just before we arrived at the podcast and I was like, how are you feeling today? And he's like, had a really relaxing weekend, very burnt out. And I was like, same, like, why are we so burnt out? Just go, go, go. I think my mind never relaxes as well. Like I noticed on the weekend, something I've brought up before is like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but then it makes my mind go like, fuck, this is going to end soon. Do you know what I mean? With so what? Like just what I was doing, like watching movies, relaxing. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, this is going to you. end. I'm like, and then I get so stressed out in my own head. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, this is going to like, and I don't enjoy the moment I'm in. Oh, Do you know sucks. what I mean? Yeah, because I'm always thinking like this is going to end. Like what's the time? And I've got to really work on that. That's something I've got to work on. You can also do some meditation things that help you to be more present. They're on yeah. YouTube. Just look them up. I think oh, that would be really good for and you. And if anyone else has any tips, like fire them on our Facebook page or DM me privately just so I know because I'm really bad. I've battling with it my whole life, to be honest, just yeah. like living in the moment. Yeah. It's so hard. Like not a lot of people are living in the moment. I mean we – I always talk about like you need three things in life that you're looking forward to to be happy. That's not exactly living in the moment. No, that isn't. And yeah, I guess it's just about like making sure that your reality is a happy place and just like trying to just – I mean, I'm in the moment right now in, just, in the podcast. What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about your toasty that you're going to have after yeah. this? Yeah, <laughs> and then the next podcast we're going to do and everything like that. I'm constantly thinking, I'm like, what am I doing when I get home? Like – it's, yeah, it's just always stuff is always – I'm always thinking in the future and I always forget to enjoy that that moment that we're in. Celebrate the small wins, Matt. Yeah, I've, I've got to learn. I, I keep saying I've got to learn, but I've, I've definitely got to – um, I've got to learn. I tried to on the weekend. I went into – um, I went for a walk around the local lake. I didn't have headphones on because I wanted to enjoy – the moment and what I was doing. Yeah. And then I got to the lake and I decided to go in. in the I water. saw that. That looked really nice. It was. But even then I was still worried, like just thinking about everything else. I've just got to be so like mindful of my inner thoughts and where I'm at. But even when you're cold plunging into a lake, you're thinking about other shit. How? Aren't I don't you know. thinking about like how freezing your body is? Well, it sort of distracted me from how cold I was. Do you know what I mean? It sort of took away and I was sort of thinking about other things. But then again, you sort of want to like – Live in that moment, enjoy that freezing cold. Well, where are you up to with your ADHD and like getting diagnosed and all of that? Well, I'm pretty sure this has something to do with that, the not living in the moment. I was um, thinking that. That's yeah, what I was like. I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it would. I have booked in to see the psychiatrist. So I'm Amazing. waiting. It's in there. I don't know if anyone else is going through the same process as I am, but they're booked out like months in advance. Really? Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. I got a slot because someone cancelled. So I'm in like five weeks, six weeks, I'm going in. That's a long time away. Six yeah, weeks. It's a very long time. So, but I'm, I mean, I'm educating myself at the same time, but yeah. I would like to still talk to someone, like, yeah. you know, and get the. Yeah, the get clarity, it, that, get you the clarity need. that I need and maybe medication if that's the right way to go. Yeah, I've heard that the medication does switch off all those thoughts in your head that stop you from living in the moment and all the different, I don't say voices because it's not really voices, but like it's like an orbit of different thoughts that you bounce between in your head. Interesting. So apparently there's one that stops that. So I'm looking forward to trying that. <laughs> then again, like do I really <laughs> want to like, this is what I, how I've been <clears throat> for like 27, nearly 28 years. Well, it'll be 28 years when I get probably get it. So it's like, do I really want to not be me? Well, you know I mean? it'll still be you. You'll just feel maybe a bit more clarity. Yeah, true. I mean, it's it's totally like you 
if you want to try it, try it and just see how you feel. That's a good point as well. That's what my mum said. I mean, when the psychiatrist from the sh- one of the shows I've casted for, she said, do you, I want to do an ADHD test on you. She's like, do you mind? I was like, well, I've lived, I've lived so long the way I am. Like, do I need to know? Like, it was that when... I was like, I, like, I don't know, but I'm happy to go and check it out and like, yeah. you know, get that clarity, like you said. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, do you have any recommendations for this week? Okay, so I'm a huge Vanderpump Rules watcher. Like, I have loved this show since the moment it came out. It's a reality TV show. Yeah, I was actually saying, tell us more. What is it about? Based in America, Lisa Vanderpump, who's on The Real Housewives. It's kind of like a spin-off show from her restaurant, Sir. And it's all about all of the wait staff because they have crazy manic fucked up lives and they're all fucking each other's partners and it's nuts. Anyway. You could make a TV show out of anything at the like oh, you could. any workplace. You just need There's some crazies yeah, and you're good to go. Some, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there is a main character in this show called Tom Sandoval who has been in a relationship with a girl called Ariana for nine years. Anyway, he – cheats on ariana with her best friend and the latest episode yeah drama central i'm sure you would have seen it online it's gone like full-blown viral this Mm -hmm. whole situation they've called it scandoval because his name is sandoval (laughs) but they've kind of made it scandal scandoval anyway the craziest episode of reality tv i've ever seen in my life is the most recent episode of Vanderpump Rules, it's called Scandival. And like, fuck, it's just so real. At one point he's having like a full-blown panic attack because he's like, fuck, what have I done? Like it's so – it's just – I was in awe of just the whole episode. It was crazy. And then they're so – obviously he's been having an affair with her best friend. Yeah. And he like goes to the best friend's house and like they start like – saying they love each other and it's just like what the fuck so the girl that he slept with yeah so the girl's best friend yeah and then he starts and they're telling each other they love each other it's just so twisted and so fucked up is it up to date or do you can you binge the whole thing what do you mean like is it all out so you can binge it all it's on how you holy fuck it's like it's just fucked. Like, it's so fucked. It's so twisted to think someone could do that to you. Like, Michael and I started getting anxious watching it. Michael's like, never fucking do this to me. Never fuck my best friend. I was like, you don't fuck mine. Like, it's just so triggering on so many levels because of the realness of it. So that's my recommendation. If you're a Vanderpump Rules fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Is you it didn't actually, the description. does it feel real? Oh, it's it's very real. So it's, it's not contrived? Fuck, no. Because I think that The Real Housewives or whatever it is is very contrived when I watched it. It's very fucking real. Like they yeah. have a f- the couple who he like cheated on her, they have a final conversation and like then he's having a meltdown because it's a final conversation. It's just like it's cooked. It's oh, so I might cooked. give it a whirl. And it just like it makes you just feel like, fuck, life is good. <laughs> Because, fuck, imagine dealing with that. Just imagine. Like, yeah, that'd be fucked. Well, they put themselves in their own situation, so they've only got themselves to blame. Yeah, but, like, he talks about how he turned 40 and, like, just has, like, a kind of, like, midlife crisis somewhat and felt like, like he was washed friend. up. Yeah, he was felt like he was washed up and felt like, you know, he wasn't 
going to like ever sleep with someone who is attracted to again and all of this shit. And it's just like so interesting to hear about it because you're like, fuck, like, am I going to feel like that when I'm 40? Like, is a 40, a 40 year, like when you turn 40 and you have a midlife crisis, is shit going to hit the fan? Because like Michael's 34, I'm like in six years time, Michael's going to be 40 and fuck, I hope he doesn't have a midlife crisis and fucks my best friend. Shit. <laughs> I think that you can trust your best friends and Michael. They're not going to do that. But yeah, that is worrying if you have a like a midlife crisis. Hopefully mine is I just buy a Ferrari or something. If you have the cash money. <laughs> yeah, you better no, start working hard. Yeah, start, not go fuck around my <laughs> My wife's best friend. But I think that like, yeah, everyone has a little midlife crisis in their own way, I feel. Oh, yeah. And at different times, people are yeah. having midlife crises at 30 now because they hit 30 and they, you know, they don't have a house and they don't have the car that they thought they'd have and they don't have the kids or the husband and all of it. And people, it's a thing now that people are talking about, like people are having midlife crises in their 30s, early 30s, because they're just not where they thought they'd be. And I think it's just that evolution of like people are doing things a lot later and then, you know, it's a, that's a whole nother When podcast. do you reckon you're going to be booked in for your midlife crisis? Fuck, I mean, I have them every second week. <laughs> Hopefully we have the podcast so we can touch on it and we can watch it take place episode by episode. We'll definitely still have the podcast. I know, this but podcast so we can, here for life. But we can see it like episode by episode and it's just breakdown, midlife crisis. <gasps> you dog. Very entertaining, very entertaining. No, I think this is our own, very own reality TV show. <laughs> well, my recommendation is watching something as well so oh well let's be honest i actually had a mental blank before we came in to deny about my side <laughs> made run what up on is the it? what is it i should always write them down but i forget but i have one as well it's not the actual one that i yeah. had so if i remember i'll do something with it i'll chuck it on the facebook page but i think that we're in like winter now yeah. like we said i had a wholesome weekend if you guys want some encouragement to do it i don't know are you a fan of the fast and furiouses I actually don't mind them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think that everyone that says they're ridiculous, they just don't get it. They're yeah, they don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it, <laughs> what they're trying to do. They're meant to be ridiculous. Like, yes, they go to space. Yes, they fall out of airplanes with their car. Like, it's meant to be ridiculous. Yeah. And it's some good watching. It's some good, you just said that reality show, like, just like nonsense watching just in the background, just to like, yeah. you know, while you're on your phone. And I think that that can encourage you to stay in and you know, and save some money in this winter and watch them. The new one came out. I watched it last week, gave it a eight out of 10. Love it. You know what? I actually find them quite entertaining, to be honest. I mean, it's fast moving. It's very, you know, fast action, pace, yeah. action. There's always something going on. Such a on. good cast. Great cast. Great cast. The Great new cast. one has an awesome cast. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's good. Jason Statham, he's like my favorite. Love it. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Go watch that or watch it from the start and then watch Fast X and tell me what you think. Great recommendation. Let's jump for in. For an improv one on the spot. <laughs> I'll remember it. Don't worry. It'll come to me. Oh, that's not your real one. Where, I just I remember I had a mental oh, blank. I thought you just remembered it. No, no. Oh, this still... is just a random one. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. That was two, but I have got to write them down when I remember them. Oh, fuck. Guys, don't worry. Next week you'll get two from that. <laughs> yeah, We're oh, holding shit. him to it. Jeez, pressure. <laughs> okay, on that note, let's jump into our hotline. Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so this hotline is anonymous. <laughs> the stress of anonymous. Hey guys, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. Um, around 2017, I was in a relationship with this guy for about a year. Um, and then... 
I was randomly just at home. He wasn't with me, but I had this, like, I guess a gut feeling, and mm. I just thought... Women's intuition. Something just doesn't seem right. He wasn't really acting that weird or anything, but I just had a feeling. I was scrolling on Facebook, and this girl's photo came up. It was just a selfie. It was nothing nothing special. Um, and this gut feeling just grew and grew. I felt sick looking at her photo. And I thought, huh, I'm going to message this girl. So I messaged her, and I said, hi, I was just wondering if so-and-so... Um, has been in contact with you is there anything I need to know and she replied um, and she said hey yeah he's been messaging me I wanted to tell you but he told me that you guys had broken up so I didn't think it was my place and da, 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 da. we hadn't broken up we were still very much together a year on um, this was a girl that he had been with in the past before he had met me. I guess I should have been. And for some reason, I just got this sick feeling looking at her photo. Beautiful girl, but I just... It was just my gut telling me wow. he's being unfaithful, he's being unloyal. And, yeah, it turns out he was messaging her, asking her to go to his place and have sex and wow. asking for nudes. And after I found this out, um, the FBI came out in me and I... Oh. I then found out lots and lots and lots more, um, all these other girls that he had messaged and asked for photos and invited over. Whether or not he had them over, I can't even confirm. Uh. I then found out that there was actually men as well that he had been with while he was with me. Oh. I did not know that he was bisexual. I, yeah. So there was a few shocks for me, but... Anyways, it's now 2023. I'm happily married with a baby. So that's my story, I guess. Follow your gut, girls. If you have an intuition and you have a feeling, follow it. It's always right. Fuck, I love that. So true. Well, it's a good thing we'll start off by saying for people out there that do get heartbroken that it all works out in the end and there's a happy ending. So it's nice to know that she's married with baby it's just so cute 2017 it feels like yesterday but it was yeah it does feel like yesterday i was thinking what was i doing in 2017 well i had that i had that thought the other day like the last five years have gone that's not 2000 but the last five years have gone so quickly yeah they really have but yeah so it's a happy ending for her but i now it makes sense because i was like what just a random girl did she find intuition but obviously if he'd already slept with her that's why she was a bit do you reckon that he had liked it and that's what kind of made her go I'm going to message this girl. Probably. Yeah. yeah I reckon. Yeah. I mean, it's just so strange. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just like such a deep, like sinking feeling that you get. And I don't know, do you get, do men get women's intuition? Do, men's get, do men get men's intuition? I don't think, okay, I don't think we look at a photo and we think the same way. I don't know. Like, I would never think like that. Yeah, like I definitely mind, think. Like yeah, that. my mind would never go that way. But have, do you ever get like a sinking gut feeling that's like gut wrenching, and you're just like something's wrong? Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example of when I feel like I have before. Yeah, yeah, but never. I've. It's just like such a strong, overwhelming feeling, and you're have just you had like, it before. Oh. A hundred percent. When I got cheated on six times in seven days. Our when, loyal fans will remember this story. <laughs> when my ex-boyfriend <laughs> fucked off to throw some parties in schoolies 
yes, I had that feeling. And he even called me every night and I still had the feeling. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like he's such a, he's such a good loyal boy calling me before bed. Now I know for sure that he's not sleeping with people. Meanwhile, he just left them in the room and then went, went outside to make oh. the phone call. Dog. Dog. <laughs> Men are dogs. Why can't I say that? What's that? <laughs> I said something swear word. Um. That. Hopefully, that gets beeped out. <laughs> beep. 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 No, but it's you know what? It kind of takes me back to what we were just talking about before with Vanderpump Rules, where Tom Sandoval cheated on his long-term partner. That was not the first time he cheated. It's like once they do it once, they get confident, they get comfortable, and they start doing it again. It's fucked up. Did she get a woman's intuition? Or he came out. She got it. Women's intuition. Yeah, she. Someone handed. This is how it came out. So someone, he was performing on stage. Someone, his phone fell out of his pocket. Someone handed her the phone, and she just got a really bad gut feeling and went through his camera roll, and found like a screen recording. Fuck. Women's intuition. Women's Don't intuition. fuck with it. Well, so she found out as well that he um, had been sleeping with guys yeah, at the same time. So, so he, she was like not safe with anything, guys or girls. He was just. You know, going to cheat on her. Regardless of who it was, yeah. That's so stressful. Like I just – it just like hearing women go through these types of situations, it's just like the trauma that I just know that comes from these types of situations. It's just stressful. And I think sometimes as bad as it is, we almost need to go through these really shitty men so that when a good guy comes up, you're just like, oh my God, I appreciate you so much. Whereas like if you've not been through a shitty guy, you don't appreciate the good ones because you're just like, yeah, they're all like this, but really... Matt's time for Matt's motivational quote now on that. <laughs> Life is like a glow stick. You don't glow until it break. No. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I said it the other day, nailed it at an event. Everyone loved it. Aaron, <laughs> our f- friend of the podcast, loved it. He used it. I was with him. What was it? Um, that again. Ready? Let's go, wait, guys. We're going to take two. Let's, how does it go? Um, let's take a pause. You're like a glow stick. You don't glow until you break. Oh, yeah, that's good. I think that's what it is. Okay, three, two, one, go. You're like a glow stick. You don't glow until you break. No, you need to break so you can glow. You get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Do you remember putting glow sticks in the freezer to try and make them last longer? No, I never did that. Because you had the same thought that they were going to break again and then they'd glow. Never worked, guys. I remember as kids, like after a glow stick night, we'd put them in the freezer and the freezer would be stacked for the glow sticks. That was a a train wreck. (laughs) But you get what I'm trying to say. We get what you're trying to say and it's true. You need to break. So that you can glow and appreciate the good guys. Yes. So she did and now she's happily married with kids. And sorry you had to go through that. Our next hotline is Anonymous. Another Anonymous. Hey, Matt and Anna. I just need a little bit of advice on how to deal with my current situation. So I was with my partner at the time for almost three years. Um, We broke up probably around... Two to three weeks ago or so. Oh, sorry to hear. Um, And the reason being was because my now ex-partner has accused me of cheating. So the story behind that is that we broke up towards the end of last year. And after a little while that that we had been broken up, I had slept with another person um, and that sort of thing. And then um, him and I were hanging out. I said to him, just because we're hanging out doesn't mean we're getting back together and that sort of thing. And then I think a few, few days, I would say maybe three or four days later, um, I had slept with someone. And then next thing you know, 
probably about a week or so later, him and I were actually getting back on track and we were going to get back together, but I didn't want to just let him in to think that he could walk all over me, basically, and come and go as he pleased. Yeah. Um, I was straight up and honest with him, told him everything about it, but for some reason, three months or so after I'd spoken to him, that's when he's now saying that I cheated and everything like that, and I'm just a little bit confused as to why. I understand the situation was pretty shitty on my behalf, um, but I was under the impression that he understood that because we're hanging out, we weren't getting back together. And then now, two or three weeks on from when we've broken up, he's now talking to another girl and seeing her basically and I'm just there sitting there thinking did three and a half years mean nothing to you or how long have you been thinking about breaking up with me sort of thing and I was just looking for a little bit of, of advice on how to how to go about it and get over it in a sense and also how to kind of deal with being in the same workplace as him basically so with work we don't actually see each other but I'm hearing a fair bit of stuff that he's been saying through other colleagues and that's shitty it's just really disheartening the fact that he feels like he can actually speak about me the way he has been and it's just it's fucked to be completely honest so yeah sorry for the long one any advice you guys have would be much appreciated love you guys thanks love you Oh, I'm so sorry you're going through such a hard time at the moment. Um, first of <sighs> all, um, she was very transparent and honest with him. So I don't think there's it was cheating, for say. I mean, if you're not together with someone, you have to expect that they are hooking up with other people. Even if you were in a relationship at one point, if you're both now single, you can't hold them to a standard. And... I, I guess it's until the moment where you're officially together, it's yeah. like all bets are off. If exactly, you don't agree. want them to be hooking up with someone else, you need to make it official with them. What happens if you have a yeah official like an exclusive chat or exclusive you set the boundaries or in a relationship? So if he'd said like he doesn't expect her to sleep with anyone in that time, then I think that she shouldn't. But she said that she wasn't. She said that they weren't together. So yeah. I think that she has nothing wrong there. Do you know what? I think hurt people hurt people. That's just a fact of life. So he feels like in his mind, he's feeling really betrayed and really hurt. So he's almost how it feels is that he's trying to get back at her by openly seeing someone else. Like she obviously knows about this person and he knows that that's going to hurt her because they clearly have a strong enough bond to keep getting back together. And I think the talking about her in the office, it's like very immature and very low emotional maturity, but also it sounds like he's doing it again to hurt her. He's to get back at her. Yeah. I think that he should grow up and not talk shit about your ex to people, like especially people that can get back to him and that. Like I know that we we don't talk shit on here, but we tell stories about our exes and that. But like I don't think that like talking shit to people openly, like trying in to a make you in a workplace, yeah. yeah, that's just not on. That's just fucking mature. If I was her, I'd just send him a very clear message, setting a boundary, saying, well, "Do you want to get back with him now or not?" But I think she should, regardless of that, send him a message saying, "Hey, it's getting back to me that you're talking about our relationship and what's happened." Talk this shit, is get hit. 
no, <laughs> this is really inappropriate and I would really appreciate it if you would stop stop talking about me. Thanks. I would just be like very cold, but also like set a boundary with him just so yeah. he knows like this isn't acceptable. I don't appreciate this and it's affecting my place of work. I'm not saying this is the right thing. Does she fight toxic with toxic? <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, just, you I know. I mean, sp- yeah, so what? You're telling her to go fucking hook up with someone he knows. No, no, no. Just maybe <laughs> she just starts rumours, like, old mate has isn't well endowed. You know, just oh, like, <laughs> my God, that's terrible. I don't know. I'm taking the fierce. I'm taking the fierce. Never do that. So um, what was I going to say? Rise above it. Totally. Rise above it. There's like, nothing hotter than someone who looks like they're moving on. It, and then like not the, If letting, she's getting bothered by it, that's going to like, it's going to give him the serotonin that he needs to keep doing what exactly. he's doing. Just rise above it. I say that all the time. Just be a bigger person. Then uh, you know you're better, know your worth and know that you, it's not like it's water off your back. Yeah. I know how she feels though when she's like, just three years mean nothing to you. Like we've been through so much, but. But then again, didn't she sleep with someone after they broke up like real quickly? So wouldn't he say the same thing? So he probably feels how she feels. Yeah. Like, didn't did three years mean nothing to you? Yeah, but then again, it's, they were broken up. He's not. She wasn't seeing them, but I don't know. Yeah, like you have to see it from like how each angle would see it. Like he's yeah. probably hurting, yeah. and so then he's like trying to hurt her, and vice versa. She's like, well, we weren't together, but now you're kind of like seeing someone very quickly. So it's it's a difficult situation to navigate. I don't, it doesn't sound like she wants to get back together with him. It sounds like she wants to move on. Move so on if that's the case, set some clear boundaries with him and just live your best life. You know what the best piece of breakup advice is, is to just live your best life. Like go yeah. to the gym, go meet people and friends and do fun things and just look like you're having a good time and actually have a good time and, then you and will. make him go, why is she so happy? There's nothing worse than when you break up with someone and they look like they're having a good time and you're sitting at home crying and you're like, fuck you, why am I sitting here miserable? And you look like you're having a swell time. It's annoying as fuck. So that's my advice. Just go have a good time and in I, life. Yeah, and don't, again, don't actually talk shit about him. That's low frequency. That's low value sort of stuff. Yeah. Like you said, go have a good time. Make him jealous that he ever left or that he's not trying to get back with you and he's found someone else. And Be in the, the meantime, find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, that's all we have time for. We hope you've enjoyed this hotline. As always, we want to hear from you guys. So send any story times, any questions, advice that you need, tea or any topic at all to our Instagram or where's your head at pod at gmail.com. Just send us a voice note and our producer, Alex, will be in touch. And don't forget to join in with our conversations on our Facebook group, Where's Your Head At Fam. Hope to see you there. Make sure you also give us a five-star rating. We are giving out some merch this week. So give us a rating and then send us a DM so we know who you are. Okay, Matt. Until next time. Bye.